But in entrepreneurship, you don't have that choice. And what that does, it forces you to face your nafs. It forces you to face your fear. It forces you to face your anxiety. Whatever agitation or irritation that nafs is going to experience, it forces you to deal with that. And that actually, I believe, is a purification process. It purifies the nafs more. And so as you're going through different situations of entrepreneurship, you're learning more and more about yourself. And it's a lot more three-dimensional, if you want to call it that. Now, when it comes to just life in general, but employment as well in general, we're obviously, we're always learning in our lives. You know, as you get older, there's always something to learn, whether it's vocationally, whether it's personally, whether it's in relationships or whatever. Obviously, we're always going to be on a path of continual learning. It's just part of human development, human growth. I think the key difference between employment and self-employment is that generally speaking, in employment, you will generally reach a plateau. Most jobs, as they say, take anywhere between six weeks, say to three months, maximum probably about six months for you to get a grip on what that role entails. And then it mostly it's about doing the same thing over and over again. There are new challenges that the role might present because of the role itself. But in terms of personal growth that that creates, I think if you speak to most people in employment, they will say that personal growth reaches a plateau very, very quickly. And I think that's also what makes employment so mundane and things as well. It can make it very mundane, laborious, because it's the same thing over and over every single day and humans just can't cope with that anyway but in entrepreneurship especially when you're starting out there's so many different hats to wear you've got to do the finance you've got to do the accounting you've got to do the sales you've got to do the marketing you've got to do the recruiting and as the business begins to grow there's new areas that the business has to move into that you are forced to take charge on because you're leading this business you're driving that train so you have to continue to be learning about those things you have to understand how trends are changing in the marketplace, how the trends are changing in terms of consumer behavior, how they might be changing in terms of just general trends in terms of culture and society. That does happen in employment somewhat as well, but I would say generally you're shielded from that because the leadership has to take responsibility for that when you're in employment. The leaders deal with most of that. And like I said, there is some incremental learning that takes place. You always have to keep your skills relevant and keep your skills current and these kind of things. But in entrepreneurship, it's a completely different ball game. It's a much broader, wider scope in entrepreneurship. But that's on a practical level. I think when it comes to spiritual entrepreneurship, there's a lot more to it. Really, it's about getting to know yourself better. So the path of being a continual learner is to continually learn about yourself. And self here is meant in the spiritual sense, is to learn to get to know your ego better, is get to learn your nafs better. Because as the scholars have always said, as the shuk have always said, to know your nafs is to know your Lord. And I think entrepreneurship in the modern day is a brilliant vehicle for that because it forces you to learn about yourself. Before we continue on this video, I just want to invite you to my Discord community. Look, the world has changed and it is changing still. And on my Discord, which is a simple mobile app that you can use, you can stay in touch with other like-minded people like me who are staying informed of the things that are happening around the world that are going to affect our daily lives very, very soon. So come and join me on my Discord community and let's grow together and let's navigate this changing world order together. You're forced into situations that you wouldn't be forced into in employment because you're very much shielded. You're very much caged. So you're kind of abstracted away from a lot of things that you'd be forced into when you get into self-employment. If you go into a job, you're doing admin work and you don't really like sales, it's not something that you then have to deal with. You can choose a vocation 
and say, okay, well, you know, I'm good with numbers, so you go into accounting, you don't really have to deal with sales, for example. But in entrepreneurship, you don't have that choice. And what that does, it forces you to face your nafs, it forces you to face your fear, it forces you to face your anxiety. Whatever agitation or irritation that nafs is going to experience, it forces you to deal with that. And that actually, I believe, is a purification process. It purifies the nafs more. And so as you're going through different situations in entrepreneurship, you're learning more and more about yourself. And it's a lot more three-dimensional, if you want to call it that. Employment is a lot more one-dimensional in that regard. I would say entrepreneurship is a lot more three-dimensional in that regard. There's so many facets and so many sides to yourself that you have to learn about in terms of communication, in terms of how you handle yourself, how you come across, the promises you make, the intentions you make, and these kind of things. A lot of that becomes a lot more important when it comes to entrepreneurship. So as a spiritual entrepreneur, it forces you to start to understand yourself, start to understand your own nafs. Most Muslim communities, but especially in Asian societies, for example, in Middle Eastern societies, I think is a major giveaway that a lot of people actually don't understand their own nafs. There's two major problems with that. Number one is that what happens is if you don't know yourself, if you don't know your own nafs, you can end up making promises and signaling intentions that either you have no actual intention of following through on, but you say it in the moment because you deceive yourself in the moment and you're saying it for the benefit of others, you're saying it for the approval of others or to actually even just to game or manipulate others because the nafs will lead you into that kind of behavior. Or you will make the intention and the intention itself will be sincere enough but you don't have the capability of following through on that, again, because you don't know yourself well enough. This is a major problem that's very common in Asian societies, Middle Eastern societies, especially in Muslim societies, because a lot of Muslim societies are Asian or Middle Eastern. It's not to bring up the stereotype, but unfortunately it does exist. And the second point of that is that aside from making promises and intentions to people that you either cannot follow up on, or cannot follow through on. The second problem is that you're going to end up violating yourself in the process because you're going to end up letting other people down. You're going to let people down because you can make promises that you can't keep or won't keep. You're going to set expectations and you're going to disappoint on those expectations. And when you do that, that will create resentment in your customers, in your stakeholders, whether that's investors or just general stakeholders, like board members, for example. And it will create a lot of resentment in your staff. And when you do that, when you have that resentment that's building, that basically just destroys the business. There's a singular thing that comes in on a spiritual level that can just destroy the entire business, right? It will put your customers off. It will put your employees off. It will put your stakeholders off. The organization just hollows out from inside out. And because of the way that the nafs works, you will find yourself blaming everybody else but yourself because the nafs will deceive us in that way. Because the nafs has veils, the shuk have taught us that. It has veils on our perceptions. There's only certain things that we can see with the inner eye, for example. And you will not be able to perceive, if you don't get to know your nafs very well, you will not be able to perceive that you are the cause of that problem. You'll blame everybody else. You'll see the problem in everybody else because everybody else is a mirror to us. And so you see that problem in everybody else, but actually it's you. It's you projecting onto the other person. But the nafs can blind us from that and make us look like it's the other person that's doing that. That's what I mean by continual learning is really to get to know your own nafs a lot better in that way. And I think, as I keep saying over and over, I think entrepreneurship is a brilliant vehicle for that. And there are other ways in getting to know yourself better as well. So for example, I'm quite an all-rounder with a lot of things. I can actually video edit. 
I can photograph, I can video record, I can operate a camera. I understand sound engineering. There's a lot of things I understand in terms of putting camera work together, putting a video together. But I know what my limits are when it comes to video editing. So I pass the video editing on to somebody else because I know that I can only take it so far. I know I must be in front of the camera and I must get over any fears or anxieties of being in front of the camera. Now between the two, if I have to choose, I've got to know myself well enough to say, okay, where am I going to push myself? Where am I going to force myself to actually grow? Because both of those require growth. But when you understand yourself well enough, I can say to myself, okay, well, I, I have to get better on camera because there's literally nobody else who can do this. If I'm going to do this, then it has to be just me. I'm the only person who's going to be able to do this. But when it comes to video editing, I can pass that on to somebody else. I don't have to be the hero when it comes to video editing. I don't have to be the expert on that. I can afford to give that away. When you understand yourself well enough, you can put yourself into areas where you have the potential to actually grow and deliver on that rather than putting yourself or pushing yourself into positions where you know that growth just isn't going to happen. Because you're not going to grow in everything. You're not going to grow in every way. And it's about being self-aware enough to know, yes, this is a challenge that I can rise to. And this is a challenge that it's not even worth me rising to. It's knowing yourself well enough to be able to do that. And all of that comes down to understanding your own nafs, conquering your own heart is what that comes down to. And in entrepreneurship, there's plenty of opportunities for that to happen. The other thing is when you are not in charge of your own nafs and when it's conquering over you, because you will be full of fears and anxieties, you will end up micromanaging everybody around you. You will end up making your customer feel claustrophobic because you will cage them. It's because of your own caginess. You will do the same thing to your employees to your staff members. And what that actually results in is that you actually end up limiting their potential. And again, you will actually blame them for under-delivering. You will actually blame them for low quality output, but it's actually you. It's actually you who's caged them in and set an environment up that has actually set them up to fail. You know this modern term that's always used now, which I'm not the greatest fan of, but it does describe things very well. At least it's something that has become more and more understood, this narcissism, right? Ultimately, narcissism is just people who have an expanded or inflated nafs and they have no control over their nafs. And it just becomes a veil in front of them and they can't really see what it is that they're doing. And when you have a nafs that's like that, you will set other people up to fail. It's you who's done that. It's you who set the other person up to fail. And then it's you who's also blaming them. But actually, it was you all along. And you know, if you read or you familiarize yourself with the greatest management scholars when it comes to business, because ultimately they will all say that business is essentially management all say ultimately business is management and when it comes to management it's about understanding the people that you're working with it's about really understanding who they are and it's about putting things in place apart from the outward things that we're talking about now apart from the practical like putting processes in place putting systems in place putting structures in place it's also about the energy of who you are with the people that are around you it's a spiritual conversation it's the psychology of it all I don't really like using terms like psychology and narcissism and these kind of things because a lot of those speak about the brain. They speak about the head. They don't really speak about the heart or about the soul or about the nerves. That's why I generally tend to avoid those. But for the sake of familiarity, for the sake of understanding, I'm bringing those terms up just to build kind of paint a little bit of context. But ultimately, if that's who you are, and you will find when I was doing business strategy, when I was going out there consulting a lot of businesses, the biggest issues that I was finding was the people running those businesses, they didn't know their staff at all. I would spend five minutes with any key staff member and there would be so many things that would come out that the leadership had absolutely no clue about. They didn't feel like they could speak up about it because the way that that business was run was run in a very military kind of way. And because it, it's the way that the nafs actually works, I need to be feared. 
to be respected. I need to rule this thing with an iron fist. I need to push down on people. And what that does is it actually just bears down on people and, and they actually don't deliver. They don't rise in their creativity and then they actually will not deliver. So ultimately, if you want to be a continual learner, get to know yourself better and that will help you get closer to your Lord as well. It should help your business. Now, failures, you know, if there's a change in the market, if there's a strategic mistake, or if there are things that are out of your control, that's just what it is. It is what it is. But at least you've grown in the process. That's something that can't be taken away from you. At least you've developed in the process. The rest is in Allah's hands. The risk and your actual outcome is in Allah's hands. But your intention should be, no matter what happens, at least I'm going to learn something from this process.